Love Jewish Magic Podcast. I'd love to have you give me a five-star review over on Apple Podcasts or on your favorite podcast app. And if you'd like to support the podcast, you can check out my Patreon. For as little as $7 per month, you can help keep me going. That's at patreon.com slash jewishmagicpodcast. Welcome to Jewish Magic, where we explore all things magic in and around Judaism. I'm Michelle Leffler, shamanic energy alchemist and Jewish extraordinaire. I'm the owner of Living Moon Meditation, where I help people find balance in their personal, professional, and spiritual lives. It's my honor to talk to you about Jewitry and Jewish magic. Let's get started. Welcome back to another episode of Jewish Magic. Today's episode is going to be uh, maybe a little more different. I'm thinking it's probably going to be a little more bite-sized than the rest of them, but that's because the topic today, we're talking about God or the divine, and that's, it's not a weird topic, obviously, this is a Jewish podcast, so we we do have to talk about God at some point in some capacity, but there are so many different views and variations on God that it's a little weird for me, but anyway, that's what our topic is today, so... Without further hesitation, I'm going to go ahead and get started. Are you looking for a simple weekly planner that focuses on the Jewish year? Most Jewish calendars feature the Gregorian date with the Hebrew date indicated at the bottom. Anyone trying to focus their life around the Jewish calendar can find this frustrating. My 5782 weekly planner features the Hebrew date with the corresponding Gregorian date and includes the monthly Rosh Hodesh, Shabbat readings, candle lighting times, holidays, and Omer counting cycle. When you order, you'll receive instant access to the digital file to print on your own. Check it out at gumroad.com slash livingmoonmeditation. Does the thought of Mercury retrograde set your heart racing? Do you get a little, or even a lot, panicked when that time is approaching? Well, I have good news and bad news. The bad news is that there are always multiple retrogrades each year, and the next one is coming up soon. The good news is that this doesn't have to be bad news. We've often heard the horrors of Mercury retrograde, and I'll admit things can be off during this three-week period. But it doesn't have to be horrible. It doesn't even have to be bearable. It can totally be a time of self-care and personal development. I show you how in my course, Mercury Retrograde, From Fear to Opportunity. During this course, you'll learn why we fear Mercury Retrograde, what a retrograde actually is, everything about Mercury, typical views of Mercury Retrograde, and a new approach to embracing the Mercury Retrograde season. Let's face it, Mercury retrograde happens three to four times each year. That's about an entire quarter of the year. If you're tired of spending one-fourth of every year in fear and dread, make sure you join me. You can find it on my website, www.livingmoonmeditation.com.
Shema Israel Adonai Eloheinu Adonai Echad. Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. This prayer is the cornerstone of Judaism, and it sums up the faith in the belief of one God. Now, I've been asked how I can call myself a witch and a Jew at the same time. How can I claim to be a witch and believe in only one God? Well, that's easy. Judaism is a religion and an ethnicity, and witchcraft is a practice. And I talked about the difference between the two in episode one, so feel free to go back and listen to that if you missed it, or if you want to hear it again, or whatever. I'm not going to go into that today. But that episode is there, available for you if you want to go back and hear it. But specifically, I have been asked, personally, I have been asked, and I know other Jewish witches have been asked as well, how I can believe in the one God of Judaism and claim to be a witch. Isn't witchcraft incompatible with Judaism? Now, obviously, I don't think so. I say obviously because if I thought that they were incompatible, I wouldn't see how I could call myself both. But there are Jewishes who believe in multiple gods. There are Jewishes who believe in no god at all. I'm not one of them. I do believe in one God. I don't believe in God as a person, and I'll get into that in a minute, but I do believe in God. And so my idea or understanding of God or what God is or who God is is not what the typical Jewish or non-Jewish in uh, in a way either holds as their idea or understanding of God. I said I don't believe that God is a person, and I don't. I believe that God is a force. I do refer to God in that term, using the word God. Um, God is not a name. God is a title. I sometimes refer to God as the divine. Um, There's a lot of different ways I refer to God. But for the sake of this, I will continue to say God in this episode. So I believe that God is a force, a force of nature, um, that God is everything. I believe that God is the all. I don't believe that God is a person again. Um, I want to reiterate that. I don't believe that God is a person, a man in the sky just looking down on us kind of thing like a lot of people are taught as children. But I do believe that God is gendered. Now, the stereotypical view of God is a man, but I see God as both masculine and feminine. Now, I didn't say male and female. I said masculine and feminine. I specifically said that because there is a difference. I think God, the force, has masculine qualities as well as feminine qualities. And I think that this is the reason that we, as humans, come in both male and female, yet we both have masculine qualities as well as feminine qualities. It doesn't matter what genitalia you have, within your body you have masculine qualities and you have feminine qualities. Everybody does, in different degrees and ratios. 
And I think that's how we can be seen as being made in God's image. If we are made in God's image, then we would have to have both qualities. And in that same respect, if we are made in God's image, what we are here on earth has to be what is above. It's the whole hermetic principle as, as above, so below. We, have, we can see ourselves reflected in God, but we can see God reflected in us as well. So when we don't see God because we can't see this force, we can't see, however you see God, you can't see God. Um, you can't look at this and touch physically and say, this is God. Um, the way we think of God anyway. But we can get an understanding, an idea of God based on who we are because we're made in God's image. So we can see us. So we can then see as if through a looking glass, so to speak, what God's image is. Um, we are parts of a whole in that two people joining together make one person, that's us as humans, then we mostly have to be dominated by one gender over the other. And then we come together and partner together and make a God-like union. And so when we're in a partnership, with someone who balances out our um, qualities, then that union becomes like God. So I find it easier to relate to God in the form of a human, even though I don't see God as a person. But that's because I'm human, and so I don't, I don't believe God is a person, but because I'm a person... That's what my human mind is capable of understanding. And so that's how I see God. Even though I know that that's not what God is. When I think about God, that's the image that comes to mind. Even though that I know it's not the true representation. But um, I personally visualize God in a womanly sense. Um, but that's just my personal preference. And But I'm not saying with that that God is a female woman God separate from a male God. It's just easier for me to see God as a woman because of the need and trauma that I have from my past with dealing with overbearing and toxic masculinity. So there are other people who see God as in a male form and that's completely fine for whatever reason they choose to do that. My Again, my view of God, God is neither man nor woman. God is both masculine and feminine. God is also non-gendered. So however you see God, and sometimes my view of God changes too, depending on the circumstance. But for the most part, when I think of God, it is a woman that I'm thinking of. So I'm just going to go ahead and wrap this up now because this, in my mind, is sounding very convoluted, but it's probably not. You probably completely understand what I'm saying, but I'm like, this doesn't make sense and nobody's going to get it. But yeah, that's my view of God. Your view of God is perfectly acceptable to me. Whatever you want to believe, I don't care. But that whole thing kind of helps to explain why, yes, you can be a witch and be a Jew at the same time because there's no standard consensus on any of this. So um, don't let anybody gatekeep your witchcraft. Don't let anybody gatekeep your Judaism. Believe what you want to 
believe and practice how you want to practice and that's all well and good and fine but just forget the gatekeeping see you next time are you looking for a grounded earth-based approach to the jewish will of the year if you're like a lot of witchy jewish types then you know how tough it is to find reliable information on earth-based practices in judaism it seems like every time you try to find witchy jewish practices you just end up finding traditional witchcraft or appropriated practices. It's frustrating, it's alienating, and it's almost impossible to find what you're looking for. Until now. The Complete Jewish Will of the Year is your guide to quickly and easily understanding the basics of the Jewish year from an earth-based perspective. This self-paced course is available as a whole, or you can access individual modules. For more information, you can find it on my website, www.livingmoonmeditation.com, and then click the Courses tab. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Jewish Magic. It's truly been my pleasure to talk to you today. If you like this episode or you think it will be useful for someone else, please consider leaving a review on your favorite podcast app. If you've got any questions, send me a DM on Instagram at livingmoonmeditation. Remember, life is all about magic you can do. See you next time.